Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Chef's Meal. Today we have special guest, uh, Miss Olatomi from Miss P Speaks Podcast. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, you, you mentioned before you are on a uh, on a lunch break hiatus right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're, we're going to try to keep this fairly quick. That way you don't get into trouble or any of that good stuff. Oh, no. Stuff. I run this place. It's fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you don't mind, can you just tell us um, uh, what your podcast is about and why you started a podcast? Okay. So um, Miss Me Speaks is just like it's a society and culture podcast. It's pretty much a personal journal for me. Um, I started podcasting last year because I had been through like a state of depression and I started going to therapy. And then my therapist is like, well, you know, you need to journal your thoughts and just things because it's a good way of, you know, expressing yourself and just escaping from all the troubles of the world. I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, so I tried writing. I'm lazy when it comes to writing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about doing like a vlog. I'm like, nah, I mm-hmm. have to look on point every day. Like wear makeup, look nice <laughs> just for the vlog. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? A podcast is easy. I'll just hide behind a mic. Nobody has to see anything. And I started and it's been great, fun. Yeah, I mean, I did a vlog, but I don't really get dressed or, you know, I just look the same. <laughs> Not like it matters too much anyway, you know, because I, I feel that people can get a little too much into it. But anyway, we're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about vlogs or anything. But hmm. uh, take me to one of your episodes. Like, uh, go go through, like, one of your, what you, what you would do for an episode. Uh, well, it's usually... I either pick up stuff like, um, okay, so the last episode I did was uh, I, two weeks ago. It was a Father's Day. So I'm a single mom. So wow. I pretty much just went through Father's Day as a single parent and um, how it is that there are a lot of statistics that are done for things that happen against single parents. Like they're always like, oh, a child that grows up without a father is usually prone to this, this, this. But then they never really have statistics for people that grow up with just their mom or just their dad that are doing like great. It's always the bad Mm -hmm. side that they talk about and never really the good side. So that's that when I'm trying to be serious, then um, I have uh, the previous episode. um, I went back home because I'm originally Nigerian. So, yeah, (laughs) so I went back home sometime in February. So I had like a tell all episode, just talked about all the fun things I did when I was back. And I had a little running with the police (laughs) and how that planned out (laughs) and all of that. So, yeah, it's I have fun stuff I talk about, like the fun stuff that happened in my life because I'm pretty interesting. (laughs) And um, sometimes (laughs) it's just serious stuff, really. Got it. Now, what the reason I reached out, or rather, the reason uh, we kind of got together, is because of food. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it, it revolves around it, revol- it revolves around cooking. I always say, and no matter what cuisine or what country you're from, food will be the one thing that will unite everybody. Yep. You know, we kind of sit around 
you know, just eat and have a good time. That's what food does. So I'm always interested. Now you said Nigeria. Yeah. Do you do any African cooking? Oh yes. That's pretty much yeah? all I like to eat. I'm not experimental with food at all. <laughs> like, yeah. Now where you live, can you are you able to access like maybe some restaurants that you know serve that kind of cuisine? Yeah. I mean Atlanta. Atlanta has a very Oh yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Plenty down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I'm here in New Jersey, so every time it's not really popular, at least here in this uh where I live, but if you go to the city, mm-hmm. New York City, everywhere. Oh yeah. I was in New great. York last year and then I tried out a few. I was like, yes. It is awesome. Now, can you just explain to to everyone what that cuisine entails? Like, give me like a really popular dish, and kind of explain through what goes in it. Okay, so like the most popular Nigerian dish, I would say, is um, jollof rice. We eat a lot of rice, so that's one thing. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. We love a rice. It's like our thing. So rice is like our main dish. Jollof rice is like just a whole bunch of rice <laughs> and then you like you pretty much it's like stewed rice that's like the best way i can explain it really okay it's like rice that i think some other places i think in um like north carolina they have it as they call it red rice got it so it's it's um is it like a not mushy but it's like a like a creamy texture no it's still like regular solid rice so how it is is um you get the rice you parboil the rice and then you make like a stew. You put like your pepper, um, puree, and then you season it. And then when you put your parboiled rice, you just make the stew with enough like liquid to cook the rice. So that way it's Got soft it. and then it just stays together, kind of makes changes the color of the rice. And then that's about it. Oh, mm-hmm. that's simple, nice and easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy, but it's easy to mess up because you don't want your rice to be all um, soggy and mushy. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, you're speaking to an Asian, so for, for us, the mushy rice is, like, perfect. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But, you know, there was yeah, this yeah. article on New York Times about the top 10 Nigerian recipes. I can send that to you so you can see it. So it has, like... Yeah, no, I feel <laughs> Yeah. Please, I I am down. Oh yeah, <laughs> there there is no there is no cuisine that I I haven't thought that was uh, a little out there. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm Asian. I, I specialize in Asian cuisine, and our cuisine is is um is weird. We're we're weird people. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. We like eating live stuff. Uh, we like eating raw things, um, and weird things all together. So there's nothing that will throw me off. Oh. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, completely, completely normal. Whatever you say, if we, if you say like, I don't know, goat eyes or something, I'm like, yeah, I've had that. Well, I was listening to one of your previous episodes, and then you were talking about okra and how you do not like okra. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot do okra only because that one time, and I blame my grandmother every time. But, you know, we make right? okra in a different way. So there's this thing we call seafood okra. So um, it's the okra, okay. but like. It's filled with so much like seafood. So you have shrimp, you have fish, mm-hmm. you have crab, crab legs, and all of that in there. So it's really hard to really get the 
okra filling because you're so consumed in uh-huh. all the seafood that's in there. So you should try that. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay with I'm okay with eating any other type of okra. Like if you give it to me fried, or if it's in gumbo, or if it's in one of those preparations, I will yeah. eat it. I, I don't mind it. But the way my grandmother served this, I'll, I'll reiterate again. She literally just made a bowl of stewed down okra. It was just okra that had been boiled down. And the, the consistency of that is just... It's like snort. It, it's diabolical. It is, it is just disgusting. Why would you give that to your grandson? Like, I don't understand. So, till this day, I will never, I will never live that down. My grandmother, she, I mean... You know, God bless her soul. She uh-huh. passed away already. But I'm just saying, when she hears this and she's hearing right now, like, la, like, why did you give that to me? You know, like, <laughs> from then on, I just hated okra. But I would eat it on any other form. Like, I, I don't mind it. I understand uh-huh. how to use it. But, like, if you had a kid, would you give your kid okra well, soup? Well, you know, we no. do that. Like, it's like the easiest way to have kids learn to eat solid food. Because, you know, we do a lot of mussels. Mm. We do, like, pounded yam. We get, like, cassava flakes, and then make it into, like, a kind of, like, dumpling, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's so different. That. You know, but I understand. You do the yeah, soup, yeah. and then it's easy for the child to swallow. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, I get the purpose. <laughs> I get it, absolutely. But it's, it's just, just it is boogers. <laughs> it's boogers. That's yeah. what it is. And it looks like it. It's green. It's, like, a little yep. light. Oh, it's disgusting. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, what kind of, uh, or rather, what do you absolutely refuse to? Sushi. Yeah. Sushi. <laughs> because Why? it's uncooked fish. Like. <laughs> you can't, so you can't Mm-mm. do raw. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm sorry. What if? What if I told you, if if I were to serve you sushi, what if I cooked it ever so? Oh slightly? well, my best friend has been trying to get me to try one of those and i'm like oh maybe next time but i think i'm gonna try before the end of this year i would think about it Mm. but but have you have you actually tried sushi like a like a proper roll like a maki roll or like a a, like a nigiri roll okay so here's what i Mm -hmm. here's what i would suggest sushi sushi is daunting Mm -hmm. all right but try try a little steps Mm -hmm. california roll that's that's just basically um, a little bit of salmon, um, some um, some mustard, uh, not some mustard, some mayo, and all the other fixings, and it's easier to eat. Okay. Start with that. If you can, if you can stomach that, then move I on to the other. I would definitely try that because all, yeah, yeah, because like all of the other stuff is a little. I think it's more like your brain mm-hmm. telling you, nah, <laughs> don't eat that. But once you do eat it, you'll understand the concept of fresh fish. And that's what we kind of, as you know, as as Asians, we we're pushing, we're pushing that freshness really to yeah. the forefront, and that's what we want you to kind of eat. But like I said, try, try the California roll. You can find it on any sushi restaurant. That's yeah. like their main, that's like their main dish. You know, uh, once you can stomach that, try the nigiri roll. So meaning, uh, it's just the rice mm-hmm. that's flavored, uh, a little bit of wasabi underneath, and usually like mm-hmm. a piece of tuna right on top oh, of it, and that's it that sounds interesting yeah one yeah once you try that and you're like wow i can really taste the tuna and it should mm-hmm. melt in your mouth like I, I don't know how to explain it the just the way uh we can cut it we can prepare it the the fish the the, the protein yeah. and the sinews should 
um, should melt in your mouth when mm. you when you partake into oh. Nah, you're making me want to try I'm trying it. To, I'm trying to, Nobody ever really explained it to, to me you. like this and like try to break it down because all yeah. I know is sushi is raw fish <laughs> in a roll with rice and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Do you like spicy, spicy food? food? Okay, perfect. So, I, but um, have you ever had no. a horseradish? Okay, so that, that would be like the one thing that's a little weird. Okay, and uh, horseradish... You should take it mm. slowly. Um, the the mouth feel it. Uh, it tastes like it tastes like mm. a little bit like mustard, but it hits your nose. Oh. That's what horseradish does. It it oh, clears your good. sinuses. So in in large amounts, yeah, in large amounts, you're not gonna feel too good because you're like, wow, what is happening <laughs> to my face? It feels like, yeah, it feels like exfoliating. And mm. for some people, that's weird, but that's what um, oh. horseradish does. Yeah, my wife actually just went. She's like extra horseradish. She loves it. She really does. Oh, hi, love to horseradish. Wife. She she's a nut for it. <laughs> she said hi. <laughs> she's getting ready for work. Um, but uh, horseradish, just okay. go slowly. Like just a little out of time. See if you like it. But oh. we put it on everything, uh, um, in terms of uh, Japanese cuisine, mm-hmm. especially sushi. Um, but I. I can keep on going yeah. on with food, but let's uh, let's get back into it. Uh, the most disgusting oh, thing you've ever see. eaten. Um, I don't know because I'm I really I'm not experimental with food, so yeah, I won't. Okay. If I look at it and it looks disgusting to me, I'm not gonna try it. So I don't think I really had anything that had me like. <laughs> Oh man! What about you, though? No question about. Oh yeah, though, that would um, be okra. <laughs> for me, yeah, yeah. For me, it would be okra. Okra is um, that can die in a hole somewhere and just I don't. It can just burn, you know. I'd be like, yes, thank you, thank you for burning. I don't want to see you ever again. But like I said, I'll eat it. I just I don't want to have that stew ever again. I think I have PTSD from that stew a long time ago. Uh, yes, do I you do. know how to cook? Here's a question for you, though. Um, yeah. You said you have a kid. What kind of foods do you prepare so for your kid? So he's a very interesting one. He likes nothing. <laughs> he likes nothing. He likes nothing. <laughs> like, he's a fast food kind of guy, but, like, he loves noodles and pasta. He's a noodle, Ooh. pasta, and rice guy. There you go. <laughs> Anything Man, after, after that is, like, it's work to make him eat it. So, yeah, so I do a lot of noodles, wow. pasta, but rice for him. Yeah. Well, as long as he's eating the pasta, just shove That's everything exactly in the pasta. What I just do. literally. Yeah, yeah, put it all in there. Mm-hmm. Like, here, try this new vegetables. Because he pasta. says, oh, like, mom, oh my God, I yes. don't want to eat meat because I'm vegetarian, but he eats hot dogs. And then <laughs> oh. he eats hot dogs. He likes ground beef because he doesn't see it as a whole meat thing he's like i'm gonna eat ground beef he eats ground turkey but he's like no mommy i'm vegetarian i'm like okay <laughs> okay wow well just you know we'll let we'll let him we'll let him do his <laughs> yeah. thing he's vegetarian right now okay maybe maybe yeah. along the road That's he'll fine. be vegan it's okay <laughs> yeah that is fine um have you um, ever done a fast well or like I intermittent, fasting. intermittent fasting for like 
a month because I'm not consistent with any diet or anything like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I tried it. It's great. It's actually very great. Yeah. Right. I actually I do yeah. it also. That's why I ask you. Um, I do the eleven to six. Mm-hmm. So I start eating at eleven in the morning, and I stop. Yeah, eating that's at pretty much the same one I was much. on. But yeah, but I feel I feel great. Like I feel a lot of energy. But sometimes though, if I forget to eat, and that's a that's a hard sense yeah. for a lot of people to oh, say. I do. They're like, how do like, you forget you to eat? So in my yeah. just yeah, 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 a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do, especially mm-hmm. in my line of work. I'm in the kitchen, and when I get busy, I don't even I don't keep track of the time. I'm just like, oh wow, I got to do this now. Boom, 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 and I just go, and I'm like, oh man, it's now it's three o'clock. I missed my window. Now I'm gonna try to shove something into my brain, yeah, so I can eat. Well, even with me, if I cook for some reason, I'm so overwhelmed with the cooking, I can't eat. So, yeah. Hmm. I got it. Do you cook in batches? Because I, I like fresh food, so I cook right what I want to eat. Got it. 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 You know, uh, growing up, my mother, my grandmother, batches their meals because one, when I was younger. My oh. grandmother had to feed 10 people. So she would make, yeah, she would make a whole slew on Monday mm-hmm. to last us till Wednesday. And then Wednesday till a Friday and then Friday till Sunday. So she had like a, a schedule all together. Um, yeah. Because it was a lot of people she had to feed. Yeah, I think I think it's just an older yeah. generation thing. Because my mom and my grandma, they do the same thing too. Like, and then they have the food in bowls and label the yeah. bowls so you know, oh, just bring out the bowl of this. <laughs> bring out the bowl oh, of yeah. that. Yeah. It's amazing. I I, I want to do that, but I, my wife doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily like, yeah. you know, leftover food so much. But it's okay. I, I do. I I can eat a damn thing for, for weeks on end. Yeah. She said a no. week. She can only do a week. Up to a week, and my wife said, oh, A week is week. that's that should be the limit, really, because then it starts to lose flavor. Except yeah, you're mixing yeah. it up. If you're changing up the to food, adding own. more stuff, then it's good. Nah. But if it's the same thing, two weeks, three weeks, I'm okay. I can eat the same thing for no for way. Ages. I won't get I won't get tired of it. Yeah, yeah. For for the longest time, <laughs> I used to just do chicken and rice. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Just chicken and rice. I'm completely satisfied. But you know, mm-hmm. growing up now, I gotta, I gotta eat uh, some better food. But anyway, um, are you no, allergic to any kind of food? Not that I'm aware of. No. Yeah, because again, I'm not experimental, right. so I'm just nuts. If I eat anything, I've never really had anything make Ooh. me feel funny. Like so, when I hear people talk about allergies, I'm like, yikes. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's go through it. Right. So the top five, the top five allergies. Nuts. Do you have any allergies to nuts? Uh, Well, Uh, besides it making me fart a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's normal. That is normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was just about to segue into it. Uh, Did you know that ninety percent of all population is uh, lactose intolerant? Like we're all lactose intolerant, pretty much. Yeah, like we're not supposed to consume it's so good. dairy, but ice you know, cream. it's just so good. Yes. We can't resist. It's so good. No, no, ice cream, yes. Ice cream, absolutely. 
No, uh, I don't yeah, like uh, shellfish, shellfish, but I'm not allergic to it. I'm not okay. allergic to eggs. I love eggs. eggs. I'm good. Wow, then you're good. And then the other one are just little minor ones that we mm-hmm. don't even have to go through. But those are like the main top ones. If you're allergic to those, you mm-hmm. kind of have to watch out for some of the food that you intake. Okay. Now, um, have you ever tried yeah. organic or not? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, growing up. How does that? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, growing that... up back home, no, no, go for we it. had, like, a lot of people had their own farms. So it's, like, right there fresh. You grow it. You don't have to use any extra stuff to make it grow. Wow. So that's what I grew up on. It was when I came to the U.S. about like seven years ago that I really started eating processed foods, really, or anything that had anything else in it. Oh, so you you came in you came in fairly. I mean, I came here when I was twelve, so yeah. that was like a, like a long time. Yeah, ago. I came in when like I was more like twenty, uh, like seven years ago. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, 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 wow! How how does that? How do you feel the change in cultures? Well, especially um, in the food, food here it made me gain a lot of weight because of all the processed food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah. It's, it, it, the taste is different. The fruit is different. It's not. It doesn't taste as fresh and authentic as it does back home. And yeah. but there's more variety here because you I'm know. With you back home yeah because we got everything imported yep 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 now have you ever no, tried I vegetarian or vegan salad. <laughs> yeah I, I love meat <laughs> yeah hey there's nothing wrong with that it's okay meat's fine i i just want to explain to you like my wife and i do oh, that's cool. an 80 20 kind of rule sort of and to, yeah, to briefly explain oh, that, uh, 80% mm. plant-based on our diet. So two times, like two out of the three meals that we eat will be pretty much just salads or proteins that are plant-based, tofu, nuts, all that good stuff. Uh, get all your veggies in. And then the other one meal, uh, the 20%, will eat everything else. That way your body is not essentially starving itself of all the other good stuff but plus i can't yeah like, we can't just give up dairy because mm-hmm. it's amazing uh, ice cream is my favorite thing in the world so i, I can't not just have it and uh i need to have pork because <laughs> yeah but are you guys again. trying to pork. like make it like moving closer to like 90 10 and then fully 100 percent, or it's going to stay like this no nah. i'm I, this is this is a good this is a good um mm-hmm. This is a good rule, I want to say, right? Because if you think about it, if you're out with your friends, you're eating, and all of a sudden you go to like, I don't know, like a meat lover's place, yeah. and you're like, oh crap, we can't eat this, you know? Okay, we're we're vegans, People always and they do look that. at you all funny. Yeah, no, they really do, and they're like, what's going on? But it's it's not that we mm-hmm. can't eat uh, the meat, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but we just want to be better in our health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried a pescatarian diet. I don't necessarily feel so good. Mm-hmm. I tried that. Yeah, yeah, pescatarian is awesome too. But I just couldn't, especially because I don't really like shellfish. I know I still had a lot of options, but I got tired of what I, the options I you, had. So, 
So I don't, I'm not really into shellfish. I don't like all those other things. Mm. I'm like, no, it's still, ugh. Yeah. In the Philippines, we were, our, at least from what I can remember, we yeah. ate a lot of fish and pork because they were cheap. Yeah, and you can get you can get them anywhere. Chicken's a little more priced, like averaged, and then beef is like the king. <laughs> like if you order beef, like wow, you've made it, you know, kind of thing. Um, but a lot of a lot of pork and fish. That's what we kind of ate mm-hmm. uh, in the Philippines growing up. Now, uh, favorite food, oh, and how do you prepare? My favorite food is plantains, fried plantains, and eggs. Oh, some mofongo well, action? I don't... I guess. You said what? Do you know what that is? Mofongo? No. No. Mofongo? Do you know what that is? Uh, it might oh, be like no. a... Oh, no. Mofongo? Like is that part, not the uh, green uh, one? The they green one do... that then they mash it together? Yeah. I know what that is. But, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, no. This is just... I like my plantains, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yellow. And then just cut up and fried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. and I like the eggs. I like the eggs. Now, the way I fry my eggs for my plantains, I chop tomatoes, red peppers, red bell peppers, um, not um, jalapenos and onions. Chop them up, and then saute that a little mm-hmm. bit, and then put the egg in it, and then let the egg fry, and then, yeah, it is. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> it is good, like real good. And then with the plantains <laughs> fried, kind of like the yeah. way the Jamaicans have their plantains, but theirs is usually a little very, like too ripe. I like my plantains just right, like when it's just ripe, soft enough. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you I you like a little you like a little texture. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, mofongo isn't it, it revolves around like several cuisines, but the most um, the most popular one is the mm-hmm. uh, where you kind of mash the plantains into like a like a bowl kind of thing, and then you put everything all into it. But mm-hmm. only got a couple more questions for you. Um, um, have you ever eaten spam? Spam is that like the canned meat? <laughs> no. Yeah, the canned meat. No. No. Is it good? Oh, man, you should try it out. I am, if anything, yeah, yeah, like, if anything, of all the people that listen to my podcast, I will always ask this question at the end, because one, it's such a, well, let me give you some background. Mm -hmm. During during the World War, um, they needed, when I say they, the U.S. needed, um, to figure out a way where they can send troops um, meat that mm-hmm. doesn't spoil so like quickly, they find a way yeah. to kind of get all the scraps together and do a process into it and put it into a tin that oh. lasts the whole year, and that's where spam kind of took off. Yeah, yeah. So World War II happened um, when the U.S. you know made it to our shores over there in the East Coast when they were battling Japan. A lot of the troops were kind of, you know, sending out these spam um, cans, mm. and we just kind of picked up on it because it was so freaking good. It's basically just pork products inside into a can, cooked, and let it congeal on itself, 
And then, um, yeah, we usually just cut it up, fry it, have it on yeah. top of rice with some eggs. But like, Scallions, what's like the preservative that they put in it? Because I'm always particular about stuff like that. Like, how is it preserved? Oh, I get you. If um, mm-hmm. so, you you know what a butcher is, right? Okay, so yeah. you know the process of them making the sausages. You you kind of see them like every once in a while, like on the news. You see the butchers yeah. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, wrapping the the sausages, tying them off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so the meat in itself won't form, like it it won't stick to itself unless you add a second protein to mm-hmm. it, and that's usually the pink salt they call it. I forget exactly what it is, but all it does is take the proteins, they activate it, and they mm-hmm. make them stick back to each other. That's oh. all it does. Okay, it's completely really, safe. That's usually my fear. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, meat and shouldn't stay this long, so why will I eat <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It's but, legit. you know, spam, though. Okay. Spam, is, uh, spam is life. <laughs> <laughs> now all to me that's pretty much all i got for you thank you for your time i appreciate you uh entertaining me with you know our our questions here but before we do go can you just tell everybody else where they can find you oh, like yes. any like, uh, well you know, first off thank you for having me also i had fun and i learned a lot of stuff i'm gonna try a california roll this weekend <laughs> and i'll let you know how it goes okay um you can find miss people okay please podcast on every major platform i'm on apple podcast spotify iheart radio google podcast uh you can also find me on my website is www.misspeakspeakspod.com that's www.mspeakspod.com got you now like I mentioned, I'll make sure to link all Tomi's stuff underneath below so you can find her and listen to her stuff. She got some good things in there. But uh, like anything else, uh, Chef's Meal airs every Monday uh, where I call it live in a restaurant where my sous chef and I talk about our weekly um, fun stuff at the restaurant. And then uh, Chef's Meal is on Thursday where you can find people like all Tomi here talking about her things and Miss Peace Speaks podcast. So make sure you tune in. And other than that, Guys, thank you so much. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.